Hey, true crime besties, welcome back to an all new episode of Serialistly. everybody welcome back to an all-new bonus episode of serialistly now i wanted to jump on here and drop this bonus episode because there have been brand new harrowing details released in the case of harmony montgomery if you've been listening to my podcast or watching my youtube channel for a while now you know that we have been covering this case for several years now i'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown because this case is so complex of who harmony is what happened sort of the complex and crazy red flags and details and then we're going to go through all of the new uncensored graphic details that were released in the unsealed affidavit. Now, the reason I'm doing this on the podcast and not on YouTube is because it does get, as I mentioned, pretty graphic, and you know YouTube's going to be flagging my ass. So I wanted to just quickly get this over to you guys and give you the update. And so to start, let me give you a little rundown of who Harmony is and the sweet little girl she was and just the horrific life that she unfortunately had because of her fucking asshole parents. Harmony Montgomery was born in June of 2014. She has sandy blonde hair that hits just below her shoulders, and she wore these purple eyeglasses to help with her vision as she is legally blind in her left eye. Harmony's biological mother is named Crystal, and she attempted to care for Harmony while battling addiction, but despite her efforts, DCYF had received three reports of neglect the month that Harmony was born. Investigators attempted to provide service to Crystal. However, the neglect continued with two additional reports that were filed in August of 2014, just a couple months after Harmony was born. So officials had determined that Harmony's well-being was at risk, and she was removed from Crystal's care. Harmony was then in and out of foster care for several years until February of 2019, when her father Adam Montgomery was granted guardianship of her. Now, Adam Montgomery also has a very lengthy criminal record that goes all the way back to at least 2007. And as a little fact in this case, he was actually incarcerated when Harmony was born. But he was out now, and due to the back and forth with foster care and Crystal being deemed unfit to care for Harmony on her own, Harmony was placed in Adam's care. However, in July of 2019, just five months after being granted custody of little five-year-old Harmony Montgomery, Adam Montgomery admitted to his uncle Kevin that he gave Harmony a black eye. He confided in his uncle that he had bashed her around the house, and that is a direct quote, after he had left Harmony in charge of watching her infant brother while Adam was in the bathroom. The infant baby started crying, and Harmony was holding her hand over his mouth to quiet him down. Adam also allegedly admitted to his uncle that he had spanked Harmony hard on the butt and also that he had forced her to stand in the corner for hours. In addition to all of that, as if that's not god-awful enough, he also admitted that he made her scrub the toilet with her toothbrush. 
So Adam's uncle had reported this incident to DCYF immediately, and a caseworker visited Adam's home that very same month in July of 2019. But apparently the caseworker found the claim that Harmony had a black eye unfounded. So they didn't pull her from the home. And home visits continued for several months, but Harmony remained in the home despite reported abuse that was happening. And the caseworker in one of their reports that fall even indicated that Harmony had a red mark on her. Yet for whatever reason or another, which we know the system loves to do this, they kept her in the home. Just nine months after being placed in her father's custody, five-year-old Harmony vanished. Harmony was last seen between November 28th and December 10th of 2019, after her family was evicted from their home in Manchester, New Hampshire. At the time, police say that Harmony was living with her father, Adam, her stepmother, Kayla, and their two children. And at the time of her disappearance, Adam and Kayla were reportedly homeless, and the whole family was living inside a car. Since Harmony first went missing, there have been numerous inconsistencies in Adam and Kayla's version of events, all the way from the very beginning. Tons of red flags, guys. And like I said, we've been covering this for years, so the deep dive in these case, in this case is all on my YouTube channel, 10 to Life, where you can get like a full detailed breakdown of everything. But the Cliff Notes version, to start... Adam had told police, as well as allegedly told Kayla, that he was taking Harmony to go see her mother, Crystal, that he was taking her to Crystal's house for Thanksgiving, but the timeline didn't add up, and Crystal said that she had never had plans to see Harmony that weekend. So Adam and Kayla had been the focus of this investigation from day one, not only because so many of their stories didn't add up, but also because it was quickly discovered that Kayla had been fraudulently claiming Harmony for food benefits, even though Harmony was admittedly not in her possession during that long period of time in which the couple claimed that she was with Crystal. Adam was also a key suspect because of the long history of alleged pain that he had inflicted on Little Harmony that was not only documented by CPS, but also after his harrowing confession to his uncle Kevin. So these are just a few of the many, many red flags and blatant lies in this case. So where was Harmony? And how did nearly two years go by without anybody noticing that she had vanished? Because remember, she wasn't reported missing for a very long time. Well, today, after we have learned drips and drabs of truth over the last couple of years, we're finally learning the full truth about what happened to Harmony Montgomery. After years, the investigation had appeared to be at a standstill. There was no new information or confessions and no real break in the case for several months. But that was all about to be turned upside down back in June of 2022. The case heated back up when authorities swarmed the former home of Adam and Caleb Montgomery. Authorities did not disclose what sparked the search, but they did announce that the home had become the focus of the investigation. So now this was a large-scale investigation, not just your typical home search. Law enforcement officers from multiple agencies were conducting this search, and several law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, were seen outside of their Union Street apartment complex, where investigators were focused on the second-floor unit where the couple had once lived. Law enforcement officials were seen setting up a green privacy tent during the search so that investigators could pack the materials and evidence collected discreetly due to the large crowd that was gathering around during the search. 
Now, during the search, the FBI was seen bringing a refrigerator outside of the home, which you may remember, and placing it inside an evidence tent. The refrigerator was covered in red tape that said biohazard, which meant that bodily fluids or any kind of other biological evidence may have been inside. They clearly wanted to preserve whatever they found and protect it from the elements or from further contamination. Officials also delivered a new refrigerator to the residents, which was suspected to replace the one that they had taken, as new tenants were currently residing there. Law enforcement was also seen removing boxes from the property as well as flooring from the interior, leading many to believe that evidence may have been buried or hidden beneath the floor. And we're going to get to more of that soon. A truck was also brought into the scene to do a camera search of the sewer line. During all of this, Harmony's biological mother, Crystal, spoke out during the search and said, you know, this is rough. I know in my heart this is no longer a rescue mission. They're looking for a body. Now, around the time that this search took place, Harmony's stepmom, Kayla, was out on bond regarding other charges. And it was my suspicion, as many of you, that she was perhaps cooperating with the police and that that's what prompted the search, that she flipped on Adam. However, following this search, although it was a break in the case at the time, there were no details provided and no charges were filed at the time. So we didn't hear anything more on that until now, as the affidavit has been unsealed. We now know that Kayla was in fact cooperating and that she flipped on her husband, Adam, because a few months after the search on Monday, October 24th, Adam was charged with second degree murder in the murder of his daughter, Harmony, nearly three years after her disappearance. Other counts against Adam included falsifying physical evidence, abuse of a corpse, and tampering with a witness. He's said to have repeatedly punched five-year-old Harmony in the head with a closed fist at his home in Manchester, New Hampshire. Let me say that again. He allegedly struck her repeatedly with a closed fist in the head until he killed her, just beyond brutal and absolutely inhumane. Adam pleaded not guilty, and his defense asked the judge to preclude Kayla's statements, accusing prosecutors of improperly delaying their disclosure by months in violation of discovery rules. However, the unsealed details now shed even more light on the truth of what really happened. Explosive new court documents reveal that Kayla told the cops back in June of 2022 that Harmony's father, Adam, had in fact murdered his five-year-old daughter. And not only that, but he allegedly encouraged her to help cover up the crime. Kayla told police that Adam had encouraged her on multiple occasions to lie to police about Harmony's whereabouts. Also, that Adam gave Kayla a cover story and told her that as long as she stuck to the cover story, everything would be okay. So here's where the story breaks down and what the truth really is that starts to come out from Kayla. After being evicted the day before Thanksgiving in 2019, which was November 27th, 2019, Kayla said that the family, herself, Adam, Harmony, and two other children were living in their vehicle, a Chrysler Sebring, and that they mainly stayed in a parking lot where one of their friends, Anthony Bodero, lived at Colonial Village. Anthony waved at the kids while they were in the car and even brought down Thanksgiving leftovers for the Montgomery family to eat. She said that while they were all living in the vehicle together, Adam kept getting extremely upset that Harmony, who was again just five years old at the time, was not saying when she needed to use the bathroom, and she was having accidents in the car. Kayla said that every time this happened, 
Adam would get extremely angry and would punch Harmony in the face and in the head, again with a closed fist. On December 7th, 2019, the car broke down, and on this day, before it broke down, Adam hit Harmony while he was driving the car. Harmony was sitting in the backseat passenger side of the car when Adam turned his entire body around and punched and hit Harmony with a closed fist delivering three to four blows on three separate occasions, all over the course of a few minutes. Kayla said that after the final blow, Adam said something to the effect that he felt or heard something when he hit Harmony and said, I think I really hurt her this time. I think I did something. Yeah, no shit, asshole. Then Harmony apparently began moaning, which went on for roughly five minutes, and then it stopped. Nobody, including Kayla, did anything to stop Adam or help Harmony or get her any sort of medical attention. This all happened on the way to Burger King, and afterward, they went back to the parking lot where their friend Anthony lived. This time, they went upstairs to the Colonial Village Apartments, and they were there for approximately 20 minutes. Kayla didn't know what they did during this 20-minute time frame, but she did say that nobody checked on Harmony that entire time. However, in a second interview, almost three weeks after this interview took place, Kayla said she did remember what happened during this time frame, saying that Adam had her get a bag of heroin or fentanyl from Anthony. She and Adam apparently used some of the heroin and fentanyl before leaving the apartment complex parking lot. After the family got back into the car and started to leave the parking lot, and shortly after, Kayla said their car broke down around 8 or 9 a.m., However, the police department said it happened at 12.11 p.m., according to their records. So anyways, when the car broke down was when Adam discovered that Harmony was not breathing and that she was deceased. He went to the trunk of the car, removed clothing from a black and red Under Armour duffel bag, and placed the lifeless body of five-year-old Harmony into the duffel bag. Kayla again said that at no point did they try and do any life-saving measures to help Harmony, but that instead, Adam simply put Harmony's dead body into the bag and walked it back to the parking lot of the apartment complex. Once they got back to the apartment, their friend Anthony drove them back to their car to get their stuff out before the car would be towed, and then he let the family stay in his car in the parking lot for two or three days over the weekend. While staying in his Audi, the car he had, Adam was keeping the bag with Harmony's body inside the trunk, but also would leave it out on the snow, apparently, to stop the decomposition process. But what's interesting is that this friend Anthony testified at the grand jury and said that he only let the Montgomery family stay in his car for two days and that he was not aware of whether the family was possibly living in a different car in the parking lot of his apartment building at all. He said that it's possible that they could have stayed in their own car before it got messed up, which that's a direct quote. But according to Anthony, whenever the Montgomerys got evicted and they had the gray Chrysler, they didn't have the car anymore when they arrived to stay in his Audi. He said that when they arrived to stay in the Audi, they were dropped off by some friends of theirs, who was a girl, and that they didn't have anything other than the two boys and some formula for the baby and some diapers. They didn't have anything else not even bags of clothing. Anthony's girlfriend, Donna Demers, also testified before the grand jury and said that the only time she ever saw Harmony was in September of 2019 and that she was with Anthony. 
She remembered that Anthony gave the Thanksgiving leftovers to the Montgomerys, and she remembered that the food was fresh, so that it had to have been right near Thanksgiving. She also said that she had a brief opportunity to look inside the car that the Montgomerys were in, but she said that it was the Audi, not the Chrysler, and said that she only saw the two younger children in the car, and not Harmony. After Anthony's grand jury testimony, he had a longer interview with law enforcement. This time, he said that he had met Adam through Kayla in 2019. He also admitted that he provided crack and fentanyl to them and that he would buy the Montgomery's food stamps off of them prior to them staying in his Audi and again after they were staying in there. He said that before Thanksgiving 2019, Adam and Kayla came to him with just their two boys, no harmony, and they asked if they could stay because they got evicted and because their car broke down. Anthony did not remember how they got there, but said that they had a few belongings with them and a trash bag. After being confronted with the information that the Montgomerys still had their own car when they arrived, Anthony agreed that maybe they did arrive later, and the car didn't break down until December 7th. Now he said that he provided them Thanksgiving leftovers, which would have been older since with the new timeline, and a pizza. Anthony repeatedly denied seeing Harmony, and again stated that he only knew the family had been staying in the parking lot for two nights in his Audi. When officers confronted him with the fact that Kayla said he did see Harmony in the car and waved at her and the two other boys in the car, Anthony said she was lying. He also says that he didn't remember ever driving them to the broken-down car to get their belongings. Donna, Anthony's girlfriend, also had an interview after her grand jury testimony. She said that she was only staying with Anthony part-time and that she still lived with her parents. She said she remembered when the Montgomerys came to Anthony's apartment and that they seemed stressed out and only concerned with getting drugs. She did recall them carrying duffel bags and trash bags, but couldn't remember the colors or any of the details about the duffel bags. She adamantly denied ever seeing Harmony. She again said that she only remembers the Thanksgiving leftovers being fresh. When confronted about the Montgomerys having their own car before living in the Audi, she admitted that maybe she didn't remember that correctly. This time, she said that either she was the one who brought the Thanksgiving leftovers down to them or was with Anthony when he did, and she said that there were two kids jumping around in the back seat, but that she never saw Harmony in the car, which at the time, one of the boys was 10 months old, so it's extremely unlikely that the 10-month-old would be jumping around and investigators believe that maybe she did see Harmony, but without realizing that it was her. Facebook and Google records showed that the Montgomery's location was consistent with being at the Colonial Village parking lot from November 27th to December 8th, corroborating Kayla's account of how long they were there. Another witness, Kimberly Frayne, recalled personally interacting with Adam and Kayla while they were staying in the Audi on the night of December 7th and into December 8th. She said that she wanted to help them because apparently the Audi had died and Kayla was worried that the family was in danger because of the cold. Kimberly said she didn't see Harmony at the time and only saw the two boys. Later on, investigators spoke with Courtney O'Brien and Matt Garcia. Courtney said that her husband Matt had known Adam his entire life and that Adam used to work for her. She remembered a conversation she had with Adam sometime between December 2019 and January 2020, when Adam said that Harmony was with her mom, Crystal, that it happened really fast and that Harmony wouldn't stop peeing her pants and that she was better off with her mom. 
Investigators spoke with Matt, and he remembered a phone call that he had with Adam on December 31st, 2021, which was after the news broke that Harmony was missing. Matt asked Adam about all of this, and he told Matt that he had talked to the police that morning, that he didn't know why that they were bothering him, and that he gave Harmony back to her mother, Crystal. Then Matt said to investigators, the kids wouldn't stop pissing and shitting everywhere, that Harmony was driving him nuts, that they were living in the car, so he let her mom come and get her. That was a quote of Matt speaking as if he was pretending kind of he was Adam. The accidents were everywhere all the time. Every five minutes, Adam apparently said, I couldn't take it. I had to give her to her mom. So going back to the day that Harmony was allegedly killed, on December 7th, officers were called to the vehicle that was broken down a little after noon, at 12.11 to be exact. Owners were not present. Towing documents show that they were on the scene to tow the Montgomery's car exactly where Kayla said that the car broke down, between, and they were there between 12.52 p.m. and 1.39 p.m. After the car was treated as an abandoned vehicle, it was noted that on December 16th, there was no power to the dashboard, and after an attempt to start the car, it immediately started smoking, so it was then sold to Herbert's used auto. This was on the 29th of January, 2020. Officers located the car and searched it then on the 1st of 2022, almost two years later. When they searched, the lab found a pink Trolls electronic toothbrush, which was a match to Harmony. Kayla also explained how Harmony's body was moved to various locations over the course of the next several months. After leaving Anthony's parking lot, they moved in with Kayla's mom and boyfriend. When they got there, Harmony's body was still in the duffel bag, but they placed it inside of a red cooler with a white top and in a common hallway of the apartment building. Kayla's mom, Christina Lubin, testified at the grand jury that the family had lived with her for two or three weeks in December, but that they did not have Harmony with them. And Kayla told her that Harmony went back to live with her mom at a rehab facility in Massachusetts. She also said that she did not see Adam or Kayla cry about not having Harmony. After Kayla's interview, which was on the 3rd, or I'm sorry, which was on June 3rd of 2022, officers went to her mom's apartment to look for that red cooler. Christina thought it was weird since she said the cooler had been in her bedroom closet for close to two years, but said that it could have been in the hallway two years before. Lab tests indicated that the cooler was negative for the presence of blood. After leaving Kayla's mom's house, the family moved into a family-in-transition shelter. This was on December 30th, 2019. Kayla said that they brought Harmony's body in the duffel bag to the shelter and that Adam placed it in the ceiling vent of the bedroom. But this time, there was liquid coming from the bag and an odor. So Adam placed a trash bag around it to keep it from leaking. Investigators later went to this location and removed the vent to check the top side of the ceiling sheetrock, where they located a large stain and the smell of decomposition. In the affidavit, you can see a picture of the stain, and it is huge. A sample was cut along with the metal framing, and the vent were sent to then the state lab. There were 10 identifiable fingerprints, 9 on the metal vent, and 1 on the frame. All nine fingerprints on the vent matched Adam's. The other fingerprint was from a drywall installer who had installed it. 
The sealing section was positive for samples of human fluids, but they were unable to gather the DNA profile. After that, the decision was made to send the entire sealing to the DNA labs. Prior to sending it, the metal framing was removed and revealed a much darker staining under some of the metal pieces. The dark staining was thick in some areas and had a texture and an odor of decomposition. DNA analysis of several samples of the ceiling and framing matched Harmony Montgomery. In Kayla's second interview with police on June 23, 2022, she described a time when a maintenance worker came to check the vent after a complaint from someone else. When Kayla learned that people at the shelter started saying that they could smell something, Adam took the duffel bag with Harmony's body in it, which was already at this point now inside of a trash bag, and put it in another trash bag, and then put it back in the ceiling. When the maintenance worker came to check the vent, Adam moved it into a closet. The maintenance worker checked the vent and said that it must have been a dead animal or something, because they didn't see anything up there. Then there were more maintenance reports from the apartment complex where the Montgomerys were living. They were living in apartment number one, and the residents of apartment number two said that there was an odor when they turned on the heat on February 5th, 2020. Another report on February 21st said that there was a weird smell coming from the vents inside apartment number one, the apartment that the Montgomerys lived, right after they had moved out. This was when Harmony's body was moved to Union Street. Adam and Kayla signed a lease for themselves and two children. Adam put the duffel bag with Harmony's body inside two trash bags, put it into a plastic storage bin container. The container was then pushed on a stroller from the shelter apartment to the Union Street apartment. From there, Adam put the plastic storage bin into a closet. Then at one point, he took the Under Armour bag out of the plastic bin and found that the Under Armour bag was still leaking. So Adam put another trash bag around it and put it into the refrigerator. He is just like continuing to transport Harmony's little body from place to place, replacing the leaky bag as her body is literally decomposing. Then he decides to put her inside of the refrigerator. At some point after being in the refrigerator, Adam put Harmony's body into a new bag. Kayla said that Adam took the duffel bag into the bathroom and spent four to six hours inside the bathroom with the shower running. Kayla described Adam placing Harmony's dead body inside what she described as a Catholic Medical Center maternity bag. This bag was much smaller than the duffel bag that her body had been in, and it wouldn't fit Harmony's body unless it was dismembered or grossly distorted. Kayla described an odor coming from the bathroom, and she saw steam coming from the bathroom when Adam opened the door. Kayla remembered it also smelling like cleaning supplies when Adam was finished. Afterward, Adam placed the CMC maternity bag inside of the freezer at the apartment. And just to level set, this bag is like a tote bag size, so very, very small. Investigators ended up getting another bag similar to what Kayla was describing, and she said that this was the type of bag. And this again looks like a canvas tight tote bag with small straps. Now Kayla's story flips back and forth because she also said that Adam transferred her body into the CMC bag when they were at the shelter apartment about a day or two after the maintenance people had checked the vent in their unit. Harmony's body was moved again when Kayla brought the CMC maternity bag with her body in it to Adam's work, the Portland Pie Company, pushed her boys in a stroller with the maternity bag between the two boys. 
How fucking disgusting is that? She had Harmony's possibly dismembered, decomposed body in a tote bag with her two boys in a stroller. Kayla said Adam kept the CMC maternity bag with Harmony's body in the walk-in cooler at the restaurant for a week or so. Then the bag was brought back to the shelter and moved to that Union Street apartment. Employees from the Portland Pie Company recalled seeing the bag in the walk-in cooler on a couple of occasions. The bag was on the floor and a shelf, but they never questioned Adam about it. Adam worked there from January 14, 2020 through February 22, 2020, and he worked there as a dishwasher. The restaurant then closed March 1, 2020. Kayla also stated in her second interview that Harmony's body was repacked into the CMC maternity bag at the Union Street apartment. Kayla said that Adam took Harmony out of the bag while in the restroom so that he could add a lime to the maternity bag to help with the odor of the decomposition. Kayla said that Harmony wasn't bones. She had skin, teeth, hair, and Kayla could still tell that it was her. Kayla said that Adam put a half a bag of the lime, which was about a 40-pound bag of lime, Adam had a tough time fitting Harmony's body back in the bag since her body was so frozen. Kayla saw Adam run the hot water in the shower and tried squishing Harmony's flesh to thaw it out and make it easier to fit into the bag. And Kayla said she helped cut Harmony's clothing off to help make her body fit into the bag easier. Kayla described Adam pushing and pushing on Harmony's body and then heard a bang. Adam also banged the CMC maternity bag on the floor while zipping it, which Kayla helped zip closed. Then it was put into the apartment freezer, and Adam cleaned up with ammonia. From there, her body was kept inside the freezer until sometime during the spring of 2020. She wasn't sure if it was March or May. And that's when Adam rented a U-Haul to make an overnight trip to an unknown location to dispose of Harmony's dead body. Kayla didn't know where he dumped her body, but said that at the time, they stayed at the Enco Lodge or Comfort Inn in Manchester. She said Adam brought the bag with Harmony's body to the hotel, placed it in the mini-fridge in their room. She says they were with Travis Beach and his girlfriend Brittany Bedard. Kayla remembered that Adam left in the middle of the night around midnight and took the bag with Harmony's body. Kayla said Adam didn't want her to know where he was going in case something like this happened, meaning they're being interrogated, and as in Kayla telling the truth to the police. Adam returned around 5 or 6 a.m., and when he returned, he seemed very tired and said something to the effect of it's done. Kayla never saw the CMC maternity bag with Harmony's body in it again. On February 26, 2022, before Kayla's interview, someone called the tip line for any information regarding Harmony. They said that another woman named Jenna Lee Paris disclosed that approximately two years ago, Adam frantically asked Travis if he could rent him a U-Haul truck. Investigators talked to Travis Beach on March 9, 2022. He said he ran into Adam at a convenience store and Adam said, I fucked up, I'm so fucked. Travis said he had never heard of or seen Harmony, and he only knew Adam to have two sons. Bobby Johnson, an inmate at the Hillsborough County House of Corrections, wanted to speak to law enforcement regarding Travis Beach. Bobby said that he had known Travis for seven to eight years. Bobby had a conversation at the end of March or beginning of April 2022, where Bobby said that they were at a drug house getting high and smoking crack. 
Travis said that he had to tell Bobby something that was eating away at him. Travis's girlfriend, Jen Illy, was also there. Travis said that Adam was one of his best friends and one day called him and came over to his place and that Adam said he fucked up and that he did something wrong and needed his help. But then, Jen Illy stopped Travis from saying anything else to Bobby about Adam's statements. Bobby said that the whole tone of the conversation was that Travis was going to say that Adam killed the child and disposed of the body. Travis said Adam was asking him for a few days to help him get rid of stuff. Travis said they drove around the county for the next few days getting rid of stuff. Although Bobby said that Travis never mentioned body parts, but did say that it was stuff wrapped in plastic or bags, and that Adam was asking for tools and supplies, including blankets and tarps. Bobby said that Travis mentioned the west side of Manchester as areas they possibly went, and possibly a street starting with the letter C. Travis was interviewed and said he didn't rent the U-Haul because he didn't have a license, so he used Brittany to do it. Brittany, Travis's previous girlfriend who was on this trip, said a tall, skinny white male rented it for them, but wasn't sure if it was Adam. Brittany did pay for the U-Haul, which was $30. U-Haul records indicated that the rental began on March 3, 2020 at 5.49 p.m., and then ended the next day at 1.47 p.m. It was rented by Brendan Middleton, who was reportedly 6 feet tall and 175 pounds. The total rental mileage was approximately 133 miles. That U-Haul van was later sold by U-Haul at auction on May 14, 2021. Travis's Facebook records between him and Adam on March 3rd, 2020 to March 4th, 2020 have Adam playing phone tag throughout the night. There were also calls and video chats, which were short, between 12.12 p.m. and 12.57 p.m. on the day the U-Haul was returned. Travis said at 2.47 p.m., bro, what U-Haul did you drop it off at? Because he just got a text saying that the van was supposed to be back at 2, so please let me know what the fuck is going on ASAP. Adam texted back at 7.08 p.m. saying, I dropped it off on Willow, my word. Please don't message me stuff like this on Facebook again. Investigators located the new owners of the U-Haul van and used Blue Star Luminol. Once it was processed, there was a reaction on the right interior side step of the driver's side and a faint reaction on the floorboard and two reactions on the back of the passenger seat. Those areas were swabbed pending further testing. On June 14, 2022, a search warrant was completed on the Union Street apartment. Several items were seized, as I mentioned, including that refrigerator. However, there were some indications that the refrigerator seized may not have been the same refrigerator that was there when Adam and Kayla lived there. On September 8, 2022, the refrigerator was processed with Blue Star Luminol. There appeared to be a small reaction on the bottom right and three significant circular reactions together with some smaller ones on the bottom of the fridge. Those swabs are also pending further testing. The mini-fridge at the hotel was also seized, processed, and showed a small, quick reaction underneath the interior freezer space and in an area in the interior door where the can holders are. The affidavit ends by saying, To date, Harmony's remains have still not been located. This was signed on October 21, 2022. And unfortunately, that is still true today. 
As we know, Adam was charged with one count of second-degree murder to a person under 13 years of age, one count of tampering with witnesses and informants, one count of falsifying physical evidence, and one count of abuse of a corpse. So to summarize, it appears that Harmony was in fact murdered by her father from blunt force trauma with his closed fist on December 7th, 2019. He then carried her dead body with him for nearly four months, transporting it from a car to an apartment, to another apartment, to a shelter, putting it in a cooler, a duffel bag, wrapping it in trash bags, moving it into a refrigerator, all until he finally got the U-Haul in March and then drove it 133 miles round trip, apparently, and disposed of her body. Not to mention, before that, dismembering her potentially, trying to conceal her into a small canvas tote bag. I mean, just brutal and clearly no regard for his own biological daughter's life and body. Not trying to lay her to rest anywhere, just carrying her from place to place, trying to dispose of her until he finally did. Now, there have been some searches in those areas because with 133 miles on the U-Haul, you're able to probably form some sort of radius as far as where the disposal site could be. And recently, there was a search done in a water area and wooded area. But to my knowledge, nothing has come from that search and they haven't found Harmony. But I would imagine they're still going to be looking in that radius and trying to see where her remains could possibly be. It didn't appear that he had a shovel or anything of that sort, so who's to know if she's buried or not? It seems like the easier method of disposal, especially for somebody who doesn't seem to plant things out like Adam, would be to dispose of her in a body of water. But at that point, you have to wonder with the elements, with animals, with so many years passing by now, is she even going to be found? That's in addition to the level of a horrific decomp she was already in. So this all happened, and this affidavit took place, of course, in 2022, and it's now just been unsealed. I'd imagine we're going to get more details, more details on the search efforts, more details on everything, because nobody seems to have a straight story. Kayla's, surprisingly, seems to be the most credible, because, again, she apparently made a deal and flipped, but we still don't know where Harmony is. Her body still has not been laid to rest. So there is still so much more to unload with this case, and I'm sure we're going to learn tons and tons more as they have been keeping things under lock and key, and now are finally starting to allow some of these details to be made public. So I will keep you updated, not only on the podcast, but over on YouTube. It is easier for me to come on the podcast and give you those updates, especially in an uncensored way. So if you're not following this podcast yet, please make sure you do so very quickly. That way you won't miss any of these bonus episodes as they get dropped. But as a reminder, if you want a full deep dive on this case, because it goes way deeper, guys, with the red flags, the lies, the reason as to why Harmony was taken from Crystal and how Crystal tried to get her back, uh, it's so many things. It's all over on my YouTube channel. I have a playlist made called Harmony Montgomery. This is a case that is very close to my heart, and I will continue to keep you guys updated. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Serialistly. Please take a moment to quickly rate this podcast, and if you have 30 extra seconds, please leave a review. 
All right, guys, thanks again for tuning in, and I will speak with you again very, very soon. All right, this is your true crime bestie signing off. Bye.